BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, everyone. My name is Josephine, and I'm a huge fan of fidget toys. And I'm not the only one. I even managed to build a whole business around them. I'd like to tell you all about it. But I'll start with a little story about myself and my family. All my life, I've lived in a small rural town. It's basically a village. Our town wasn't as modern as bigger cities. We even got the internet late. But I honestly can't say it was all that bad. Besides, my family's always been pretty well off because we had our own profitable farming business. Yes, we had to work a lot out in the fields and constantly look after the livestock, but we earned a lot of money for all our hard work. Residents of big cities are very fond of natural and high-quality produce, so they were happy to buy them from us. Lately, though, I've started feeling really stressed out. I started having trouble with my studies at school because I didn't understand the material. On top of that, the farm had problems with pests eating our entire crop. I started taking anti-anxiety medication, but it didn't help for very long. I couldn't stop obsessing over my grades. I was sure they would keep me from getting into a good college. All my life, I tried to study and get high scores on quizzes, tests, and homework, but now my grades were going down the drain. I was especially afraid that I would fail my exams and then I wouldn't be able to move to the big city. Living in the countryside was fine and all, but there are more options in the city. But then I found a solution to my problem. One day, I decided to sign up for TikTok. Yes, I only just discovered this social network at the age of 17. And yes, I only signed up because my classmates were always on there. They always seemed so relaxed and distracted from all their problems, and it was on TikTok that I saw this. Bloggers were playing with poppets, simple dimples, and other fidget toys. At first, I thought it was just nonsense. I mean, how would anyone get so carried away by something you just poked? But when I saw how much everyone seemed to like it, I decided to order a couple for myself. I had to at least give it a try. Believe it or not, the poppet really made me feel relaxed and distracted me from all my problems. As soon as I held it, I was caught up for the whole evening, poking my finger at the funny little bubbles. I even brought a poppet to school and continued to play with it while taking an exam. It's good that the teacher didn't mind. And I got a good grade on the exam. I couldn't even believe that I finally did well, and all because I was able to relax. The tangled mess of algebra suddenly became clear to me, all thanks to my fidget toy. 
I decided not to stop at just one poppet and ordered some other toys. I searched the internet and bought everything I found. I even found a poppet in the shape of Thanos' hand. The Infinity Gauntlet was not only covered in bubbles, but also glowed and made cool sounds. It was a rare and expensive specimen, but I was so anxious to get it that I didn't regret buying it for $10,000. In the end, I spent a hundred thousand bucks on fidget toys. My parents were shocked when huge packages showed up on our doorstep. When they looked inside, they almost fainted. All they saw were ridiculous multicolored toys. I ran around the boxes excitedly. I was on cloud nine, but my parents weren't happy. Of course, I spent a hundred thousand bucks on junk. They scolded me, although most of the money was mine. I saved it for years for something important, but I ended up wasting it on such a stupid little thing. But at that moment, I thought that this would be the thing that saved me from the stress that was keeping me from living my life. It was only later that I realized that I shouldn't have gotten so excited. I spent entire days playing with toys. I even blew off my schoolwork and my chores around the farm. I couldn't stop playing with them. Even a bad grade on a literature test couldn't tear me away. Something else finally got my attention. My mother got sick. She overworked herself so much out in the fields that she ended up developing a high fever. She couldn't get out of bed because her joints and back ached so badly. Of course, I couldn't leave my father to work the farm alone, so I had to stop poking my simple dimple and spend my days digging in the ground and looking after the cattle. The only place I could relax a little was school. I carried my fidget toys with me there. My classmates started to take an interest in my toys because I started making posts with them on Instagram and TikTok. Many of the other kids had never even touched a poppet before and thought it was a waste of money. I told them how much the toys helped me with my schoolwork. So a bunch of kids borrowed poppets from me for a couple of classes and were delighted with them, and I got my first customers. I thought I could make good money, so I sold a couple of them for not $5, but for as much as $20. Yes, I earned four times more than I spent on them, but I didn't plan to sell any more since I really liked them. But then things changed, and I had to. Almost all of our livestock fell ill with some kind of rare infectious disease, and in a matter of days, they died. Plus, our fields were still in bad shape because my parents hadn't managed to completely get rid of the pests. We were going to be short on money because our income from the farm was going to be so low that season. If I had known how bad everything would get, I would never have spent such an astronomical amount on fidget toys. It would be better if I helped my parents, and so we needed to start saving however we could. The situation was seriously frightening because I was not used to saving up. I usually just bought myself what I wanted. I really didn't want my parents to suffer and have to worry about money, so I decided to part with all my fidget toys to help the family. The next day, I brought a huge box of toys to school, and before that, I put up a post and story on Instagram so that my classmates would get interested and buy them from me. And it worked! They bought two or even three poppets from me for as much as 20 bucks each. 
I was even approached by kids from other classes. Only our director didn't like the fact that I was selling something at school. He considered it unacceptable and asked me to take the box away and stop doing it. I didn't argue with him and decided to organize a point of sale elsewhere. I picked a park in the center of town. Not only children and teenagers came up to me, but even serious adults. One man offered a hundred bucks for a poppet shaped like a duckling that came in an exclusive dark color scheme. Overall, business was doing great. But then, after a couple of days, no one else came up to me. Do you know why? Because I had already managed to provide toys for almost everybody in our small town. Everywhere, I saw people with simple dimples, poppets, sticky glowing balls, and even fidget spinners, which had been out of style for ages. The problem was that I hadn't even sold half of what I bought, which made things extra complicated. The money I earned went to my mother for medicine so that she could get back on her feet faster. Now I was thinking about how I could make a lot of money fast. Then I decided to part with my favorite and rarest toy, the poppet shaped like Thanos' hand. I decided to do a small auction on Instagram and start at a price of $10,000. No one wanted to take this unique poppet even for the starting price. Many of the people in our town didn't earn enough money to spend that much on something trivial, so I had to gradually reduce the price. Thanos' hand sold for just a thousand bucks. I was ready to cry with frustration when I gave it away. At the end of it all, I looked at the boxes overflowing with toys. They didn't make me happy and relaxed anymore. They just made me mad. Even the sound of a poppet started to annoy me. At school, all my classmates played with them, but I didn't know where I could go to get away from the sight or sound. Then I decided to sell toys through my account, but at a reduced price. If on an ordinary online store they cost $5, then I sold them for only $3. There was no benefit, but there was no other choice. My family's position and my mother's health are much more important. Even though I was able to sort that out, I still had some other problems. My grades were even worse with poppets than they were before. I was constantly distracted by them. I couldn't focus on questions or assignments. I had to do extra homework and write a bunch of extra essays to bring up my grades. However, everyone else was unhappy that their grades weren't getting any better. I promised them that the fidget toys would help but they apparently didn't realize that it's not enough to just poke at the bumps in class and not do anything else at the same time. The toys hurt them even more. Because of this, they started demanding their money back. I didn't take the bait, though. Then they decided to take revenge on me. When I opened my school locker, all the toys I sold them spilled out, only they were soaked in something smelly and sticky. I couldn't wash off the horrible smell right away, and I had to wash my clothes several times. And that's how fidget toys left me without money, without friends, and with bad grades. Moreover, my business failed. Things couldn't get much worse, but at some point they did start to get better. Mom was finally able to recover, but my father and I still did not let her back into the fields for a long time. With the money we earned from selling the toys, we bought several chickens, as well as cows and goats. It did still take a long time to get rid of the pests in the field completely, though. 
I was able to sell almost all the fidget toys, leaving only a couple of them for myself. Sometimes after a hard day, I'll still poke at them, but it isn't as fun or relaxing as it used to be. I realize that it's better to play with them in moderation, otherwise I get bored pretty quickly and then it'll actually start to annoy me. Share this podcast to all social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook and so on and you'll be given a shout out. Also drop your social media username so that we can find you. Thanks for your support. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel by clicking the link in this episode description. You should also please follow or subscribe to our other podcast My Animated Story by clicking on this episode description. And also, kindly please rate and review this podcast by... Ugh, another day in this insufferable place. It's lunchtime, and I'm sitting alone at my usual spot in the cafeteria. The buzzing noise of other students fills the air like an obnoxious soundtrack. Great. I take a bite of my mediocre lunch, trying to ignore the stares. You see, I have these, well, crazy eyes. They change color and pattern depending on my emotions, making me a walking mood ring. I guess I'm like a living meme. The mockery of the century. Suddenly, my best friend, Hanako, slides into the seat across from me. This overly enthusiastic girl is the only one who can tolerate my sarcasm. And, well, my eyes. Kazumi, did you see the new meme about the doge to the moon thing? It's hilarious. I roll my eyes. If only they could send me to the moon and away from all this drama. Wow, Hanako. Such meme. Much originality. She giggles and shows me the meme on her phone. I'll admit it's pretty funny, but I'd rather not give her the satisfaction. You know, with your crazy eyes, you could become a meme too. Just think about it. My eyes flicker to a neon green with a lightning bolt pattern. Really, Hanako? As if I need more attention. Oh, I can see it now. Crazy Eyes Kazumi, the internet sensation who puts all other memes to shame. Suddenly, a paper ball hits the side of my head. I glance up to see Yuji smirking from a nearby table. Yuji, the popular guy who loves to make my life miserable. Hey, Crazy Eyes, wanna show us some of your tricks? His friends laugh, and my eyes narrow, turning a fiery red with smoke patterns. I clench my fists, trying to hold back my anger. Just ignore them, Kazumi. They're not worth your time. Hanako reaches across the table, giving my hand a reassuring squeeze. Don't let them get to you, Kazumi. You're way cooler than them. (sighs) Thanks, Hanako. But sometimes I just wish I was normal. She looks at me with sympathy. I appreciate her concern, but I can't help feeling like a burden. Later, as I walk through the school hallways, I can't shake off the feeling that I'm being watched. I pause, glancing around. Suddenly, I spot a flashy girl with a camera in her hand, quickly snapping a picture of me. Hey, crazy eyes! You're gonna be famous soon. I frown, watching her hurry off. Why can't I just be left alone? Great. Another wannabe paparazzo. Can't wait for my inevitable rise to fame. When I reach my locker, I find a note taped to it. Meet me on the rooftop after school. I have something important to tell you. Oh, how original. A rooftop rendezvous. I can't wait to find out who my secret admirer is. My eyes shift to a deep blue with question mark patterns. 
I can't help but feel a mix of curiosity and annoyance. Just who could this mysterious note lever be? Might as well find out. If nothing else, it'll be a good laugh. The school day drags on, each class more tedious than the last. I can hardly wait for the final bell to ring. As it does, I quickly gather my things and head for the rooftop. The anticipation is killing me. Or maybe it's just indigestion from the cafeteria food. As I open the rooftop door, I'm greeted by a gentle breeze and the sight of Yuto, the quiet guy, who's always been somewhat of an enigma to me. My eyes shift to a pale pink with swirls, signaling my surprise and confusion. Hey, Kazumi, I've been waiting for you. Really? You're the one who left the note? What's the catch? <laughs> no catch. I just wanted to talk to you about your eyes. I cross my arms, not entirely convinced by his friendly demeanor. What about them? Are you here to make fun of me too? No, not at all. Actually, I wanted to tell you that I think they're amazing. My eyes widen, turning a bright yellow with star patterns. This was unexpected. Wait, you're serious? You don't think they're freakish? No way! I think your eyes make you unique and special, and I'm not the only one. There's a whole online community who would love to see them. What? Like some kind of crazy eye fetish group? <laughs> no, no! It's a group of people who celebrate unique abilities, like yours. I think you'd fit right in. I can't help but crack a small smile. Maybe Yuto isn't as bad as I thought, but a part of me is still skeptical. So what? I just start posting pictures of my eyes online and suddenly I'm a star? Why not? You never know what could happen. Embrace your unique ability and show the world what you've got. I look out over the school grounds, thinking about his words. Could I really turn my so-called curse into something positive? The thought is both terrifying and exhilarating. Maybe it's time to stop hiding in the shadows. Let's see if the world is ready for Crazy Eyes Kazumi. With a newfound sense of determination, I look back at Yuto. All right, I'll give it a shot. But if I become a meme, it's on you. We both laugh as we walk back into the school building. My eyes now a kaleidoscope of colors, reflecting my whirlwind of emotions. Little did I know, my life was about to take an unexpected turn. Over the next few weeks, Yuto helps me set up an online presence. We create profiles on various social media platforms and start posting pictures and videos of my eyes in action. It's a strange experience, but also kind of fun. Who knew there were so many hashtags for unique eyes? Slowly but surely, I start to gain followers. People are fascinated by my eyes, leaving comments ranging from amazing to are they even real? Wow, it's like I've discovered a whole new world of validation. My self-esteem has never been higher. Yuto just laughs and continues to encourage me. He's always there, helping me come up with new ideas and cheering me on. I have to admit, it's nice to have someone in my corner. One day, as we're scrolling through my latest posts, I notice a message from a talent agency. They want to represent me and help me turn my unique eyes into a brand. My eyes flash to a vibrant purple with exclamation points, reflecting my shock and excitement. Is this for real? They want me to become a model or something? Told you your eyes were amazing. This is just the beginning, Kazumi. The world is gonna love you. As much as I want to maintain my sarcastic facade, I can't help but feel a surge of happiness. Maybe my eyes really can bring something positive to my life. Well, I guess it's time to take the world by storm. One crazy-eyed selfie at a time. Together, Yuto and I dive headfirst into the world of modeling, endorsements, and even a TV appearance or two. It's surreal and chaotic, 
but also incredibly exciting. My life has become a whirlwind of photo shoots, interviews, and autographs. It's like I'm living in some kind of bizarre alternate reality. I went from being the outcast to the star attraction. Through it all, Yuto remains by my side, offering support and guidance. Our friendship grows stronger, and I find myself wondering if there might be something more between us. <sighs> Love and fame. It's like a cliched drama waiting to happen. But as my fame continues to rise, so does the pressure. I struggle to balance school, my personal life, and my newfound career. The constant attention and scrutiny wear on me, and I begin to feel trapped. I wanted to be accepted for my crazy eyes, but now it feels like they're all anyone sees. Is this really what I wanted? As I sit on the rooftop, reflecting on the whirlwind my life has become, Yuto finds me, a concerned look on his face. Kazumi, are you okay? You've been really quiet lately. I look at him, my eyes a stormy gray with raindrop patterns, revealing my inner turmoil. I don't know, Yuto. I thought fame would make me happy, but it just feels overwhelming. He sits down beside me, offering a comforting presence. It's okay to feel overwhelmed. You've been through a lot. Just remember, you're more than just your crazy eyes. You're Kazumi, and that's what really matters. As his words sink in, my eyes slowly shift to a soft blue with a gentle wave pattern. Maybe there's more to me than just my eyes, and it's time to find out who I really am, beyond the fame and the memes. The teacher's eye twitched nervously when he looked at me. I stood in front of him, nervously rubbing my notebook. The girls were whispering and laughing, but the boys were ready to eat me up with their amorous stares. Katie, I have never seen a student like you. The teacher's voice quivered. Either you answer my question or you go straight to the principal. I squealed like a mouse. The boys were all gasping with emotion, and there was hysterical laughter among the girls. It was the toughest test I'd ever had. Hi, my name is Katie, and I'm actually a genius, but I have to pretend to be stupid to get guys to like me. Before this school year, I went to another school, and I had my picture up on all the honor boards. I could compete with a lot of the teachers in terms of knowledge, and our physicist even quit after arguing with me and threw a real tantrum on the principal. After fifth grade, I stopped doing homework altogether because I was so good at it, and I had a place at Yale already secured. But my life wasn't like a fairy tale. I guess it's no secret that guys don't like girls who are too smart. I have a beautiful appearance, but my intelligence scared away all the admirers. When I was on another date, I'd get a little carried away and I'd start discussing the stages of evolution, the boundaries of the universe, or the splitting of atoms. The guys would just blow right off, and they wouldn't even talk to me at school. But I wanted love so bad, more than anything. So, when I got transferred to a new, better school in the state, I decided to change my life. Why do I need brains that outshine my beauty? I want a boyfriend, I want dates and attention. So, I decided to play dumb and according to my calculations, it was going to help me. The first day, I went to school as a living doll. The guys were drooling, but the girls were a little wary. I'm a quick thinker, so I went straight to the breach. Walking down the corridor, I supposedly tripped next to a handsome man, and he just happened to catch me. Baby, are you okay? He played with his eyebrows. 
Wow, you're strong. I squeezed his biceps. Are they made of steel? I just work out a lot. He answered proudly. And I drink protein. Do you drink them right? How much protein do you consume? What's your protein base? And is it certified? The guy's look immediately changed. He was batting his eyes stupidly. And I think he froze. I'm getting carried away again. What the hell was that curse? Okay, that was a slip, but I almost made it. I decided to change tactics and try my luck with a smarter guy. After picking the best looking one in biology class, I paired up with him. Everything was going great. I was dumb as hell, and he felt like a real hero. He even put his palm on mine. It took my breath away. But what is he doing? This isn't right at all. I took the guy's microscope away. Are you an idiot? It's so clear. What the hell did you write? Katie, I... I... The poor guy started stuttering, and I started to rewrite the whole thing in a frenzy. And by the time I realized what I'd done, the guy had already run away. And from that moment on, he was on his way to avoid me. What a genius idiot I am. Even zombie wouldn't eat my brain. I'm too smart. But I invented a new tactic, and I joined the company of beautiful fools. Around them, the guys walked like a herd of buffalo at the watering hole. I couldn't understand how it was possible. Even cats are smarter than these girls. Even my microwave knows more tasks than they do. The only thing that saved me was that I am a fast learner and could adapt to their strange behavior. Pretty soon, I could pretend to be so stupid that my brain was catching critical errors. And it worked. I was hit on by a real hottie. Pete and I went on a date, and this strong man was literally carrying me in his arms. I had never heard so many compliments about myself before. One day, he took me to the gym to show how strong he was. Wow, what a barbell. I went over to the dumbbells and looked at them stupidly. It's dumbbells, he proudly announced and hugged me. You don't know anything about it, do you, cat? No, will you show me? Sure, baby. That's a kettlebell. He held up a huge kettlebell, and I was fascinated by his muscles. And this is where I set my record. No one can beat me. Pete went over to the weight machine, set his maximum weight, and pushed the lever as hard as he could. I'm super-powered, you know? I'm like Superman. And then I started shaking with anger. My brain was screaming, and it became hysterical. Even my eyes went black. Superman, that's just leverage. I went over to the simulator. I made the lever longer, and I adjusted it. And then I put my little weight on it and did the same thing Pete did. It's basic physics. What is wrong with you, Pete? How can you be so stupid? There was laughter from all sides of the guys. Pete's lip trembled, and he ran away. And I slapped my forehead with my palm. I'd ruined it again. I was already desperate, thinking it was all useless. Plus, my studies made my teachers furious. I came in here with the best performance, but in reality, I couldn't solve an elementary example because of my disguise. My parents were hysterical, and I made up stupid excuses. I was getting ready to get smart, but then I met Caleb a musician from the parallel class with an angelic voice. He was incredibly handsome and cool. 
though he was on the verge of dropping out. I don't need to study. I'm a musician. He was saying, but Caleb was so charming that I fell in love. He wooed me beautifully, composed songs, and gave me the most unforgettable dates. You're so good to me, Cat. You're so simple, not like those nerds. I hate nerds, I murmured, melting in his arms. I was finally done messing things up. My brain was just shutting down from love. But at the end of the semester, the midterm tests began, which brought me back from the dream world. Caleb was so bad at studying that he wasn't even bothered. He'd be expelled for sure, and so would I. The teachers wanted to get rid of me on principle and wrote angry messages to my previous principal. Yeah, I really screwed him over. He vouched for me. So, in another algebra class, I got axed with an elementary question. Caleb was staring at me with love, and the teacher was freaking out. Boyfriend or career? A choice that seemed impossible to me. That's where I started my story. Sit down, cat, the teacher said nervously. You can go right after class and sign the expulsion papers. No! I came up to the blackboard. Give me your tasks, all of them. And I solved them all by writing all over the blackboard and even the wall. The kids looked at me with their mouths open, and it was like the teacher saw a ghost. Lesson after lesson, I amazed everyone. I pulled all my grades in just a few days, and the teachers, even the principal, saw me as a real treasure. But Caleb wasn't thrilled. So you're a nerd, he said disappointedly. Yes, but we're good together. You lied to me. You're a crammer, cat. I don't mess with nerds. You're a fool. I got angry. You'll get expelled. You won't even be able to play music. All the rock stars were nerds, he retorted. When? The 80s? Ow. This is the 21st century. Give me a break, cat. You have homework to do. He left, and I was filled with anger. How could he treat life like that? He'll ruin himself and be nothing. I stormed into his rehearsal room, blazing with anger. Come here, I said sternly and dragged the boy by the hand. What, are you out of your mind? Just drop your guitar already. I was as unstoppable as a snow avalanche. When I took Caleb back to my house, I locked the room where my books were already prepared. Cat, are you out of your mind? Sit down and listen. I sat down next to him, textbook in hand. Get away from me, why are you doing this? Because I love you, you fool. I won't let you get kicked out of school, understand? I'm not gonna read any stupid textbooks. You won't, just listen. You're a musician and you're better at hearing information. That's why it's hard for you to memorize lyrics. I made Caleb listen to himself. We took breaks for tea and conversation. And then I go back to hammering it into him. The kid didn't like it, but I managed to teach him for days at a time. Cat, that's it, that's it, I don't like it. Okay, I crossed my arms around my chest. My anger, overwhelming. School's not my thing, Cat. Yeah, you're better off living with your parents until you're old. Work at the diner, play guitar in your spare time. Maybe even play at a cafe or two. Good luck, Caleb. When he left, I cried. I'd fallen in love for the first time kissed for the first time, and he ruined everything. When he gets expelled, we'll never see each other again. He doesn't want someone like me. 
and I guess it wasn't love for him. For a week straight, all I listened to was the song that Caleb had dedicated to me, and then, in a heartbreak, I deleted it. I made my choice, but as soon as I did, I heard the same song from across the street. Caleb? I almost fell out the window. I'm sorry, cat. I'm an idiot. Caleb put the guitar down, and then he showed me his textbooks. I don't want to drop out of school, because that's where I see you. I love you, cat. Will you help me pass my exams? I was so happy. I was ready to fly. In the evenings, I saw Caleb on my own, and at night, I recorded audio lessons for him. When he couldn't come to class, he'd listen to my voice on his headphones and learn. Even when he was driving his car around town, I could hear my voice through the speakers. It was exam day, and I couldn't help myself. I gave my boyfriend a big kiss. You can do this, Caleb. Just know that I love you. While we waited for the test results, Caleb wasn't himself. The teachers and principal just chuckled indulgently, and they were surprised he was still in school. Even his friends were convinced that he was going to get kicked out of school. But worst of all, Caleb himself was sure of it. Classes with you were the best time of my life, he said. Caleb looked at me sadly. Thank you, Cat. I won't forget that. I burst into tears, thinking this was the end of our relationship. The next morning, after a sleepless night, I heard screams under the window. It was Caleb, and he looked like a happy puppy, not a badass rocker. I passed the test, Cat. I'm staying in school. We can keep our hands off each other for days with joy. Finally, my intelligence was able to help me get on with my personal life, and also help the person I love. Even now. Caleb often listens to my records and learns new things, but he doesn't forget about music either. Guys, if you think being smart is a curse, give it up. Intelligence can give you so much more than popularity in school. Don't sacrifice your future for supposed fame. Are there any of you who suffer because of your intelligence? Share your stories in the comments. Like and share this video with your friends. Also, be sure to subscribe to our channel and click the bell. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc